Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome to Hot Tub Beers. I got Carlos here with me. I'm Tim. Finally got uh, Carlos in the hot tub with me. Full disclosure, it took some convincing to get Carlos in the hot tub. Oh, it feels so good right now. <laughs> it's about 77 degrees, bubbles going up my ass crack. What else can you ask for? Oh, that's perfect hot tub weather I'm here actually, in Texas, it right? Lo- it sounds like it's got a thunderstorm. I mean, what else do you need here in Houston? This is this is a Texas winter right now, which is kind of just very, fall extended. Very, very unpredictable, as Texas is just in general. Most definitely Houston this time of year. I came in here wearing sandals. Now I'm just rocking the dad bod. (laughs) Dad dad bod's the new six-pack. I don't know if you knew that or not. I mean, it doesn't suck, you know. I mean, you wake up every day when you got a great beard like I do. Got well, a bald head. There's not really much to, to do, and you, you know, just put on sandals, and you know, you just do your thing. Dad, dad bod and uh, dad bod and beards. That's like a stereotype now. It's the real deal. This is true. Yeah, there's there's like people that follow us. I, I'm thinking of opening up. <laughs> yeah. There's people that follow. Us. Oh yeah, it's serious. Yeah, yeah. I love we, it. We might open up a strip club. We're gonna call it Dad Bods. And uh, I think we could actually pack it out. Oh uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we could. And uh, I won't just be uh, owner or GM, but I will also be a model, and uh, I'll just I'll do my thing. That's a solid business plan. I'll I mean, be honest with you. I think anything that you put your mind to, Tim. I mean, I think it's gonna do wonders. What? I mean, this this idea that you came up with, you know. I just, I don't know, I, I don't know what to say. I, mean, I, I think you're an amazing dude, man. Well, thank you. No, no um, problem. Yeah, just for the listeners at home, we are six feet apart. Um, as Carlos is complimenting me. Um, so yeah, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a really big uh, jacuzzi. Just so y'all know. <laughs> so, we're gonna jump into the first beer. So we're going all Texas for the first episode. So we're gonna start with St. Arnold. St. Arnold's had a limited release, 2020 French press, the Imperial Coffee, Coffee Porter. Aged in cognac barrels. So I'm poor. I'm, I'm a, we're going to split this thing so that we're still coherent at the end of the episode. If that's all right with you, Carlos. Oh, man. That looks freaking delicious the way you're pouring that It right does there. look, yes. It does look delicious. Nice color already. Are you talking about me or the beer? Uh, I'm not racist. Both. Okay, nice. Thank I you, mean, sir. You got a nice little tan going. Got a dark freaking colored caramel color here. This is nice. It is caramel. It smells amazing. It smells like brandy. Oh my gosh. Doesn't it smell good? Fantastic. So, this one, what's the ABV on this one? I think it's like 9.3. Oh, okay, with a low a- ABU, 48 IBU. This is not for y'all Bud Light drinkers. This is most definitely for people who have hair uh, on their chest and underneath their armpits. Oh, well, then we'll check both those off. Okay. <laughs> so, Fuck yeah, that's first, awesome. first, first taste. What are your thoughts? That is a great beer, not a lingering aftertaste, uh, most definitely a sipper. Uh, this is not for butt chugging right here. This is fucking fantastic. <laughs> no, no, this is not a butt chugger. That's a good call on that one. Uh, this, this would be an expensive butt chug, to be completely honest. Oh, that is fantastic. Man. Oh, yeah. So, all right, so what flavors do you take? Because they put some stuff in here right? that they spend a lot of time figuring out this beer now when people always ask me that question everybody's taste buds are always different so i'm getting hints i don't know what's in it okay i'm getting hints of um 
for some reason, um, coffee, a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of hazy, uh, hazy nut. It could be, uh, my senses are a little off due to the, uh, the weather, change of weather, congestion. A but bit. not COVID. Let's be clear. It's not COVID. Uh, it's not COVID. Okay, good. Uh, could be herpes. So, I mean, who really knows, bro? I've heard that affects your tenses, the sense of taste. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on where it's at in your body. Oh, that is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. So, they have the geisha coffee, geisha coffee. I'm, I'm probably mispronouncing this. I'm sure somebody will email and, and let us know how horrible I am at pronouncing it. But $100 a pound. And then for they the coffee for the coffee. Then they okay. like were fermenting it while it's still the, like because the coffee is the bean inside the cherry, right? So they were fermenting the cherries and then threw in the hops in that. If I'm getting this process right, and then brewed with it. Okay, so uh, the coffee beans. Do you know where they're from, by any chance? Panama. Panama. Nice. Panama. I mean, it does matter. I mean, people take their coffee seriously. That's just for people who wanted to know. Well, Panamanians it, are good it, people too. I, I, I don't know if I know any, but I would not disagree with you. I, I went to high school with a guy who was half Panamanian. Really? Yeah. Uh, spoke the Spanish language? Or is that no, he no? didn't. He didn't speak Spanish okay. language. We had a bunch of half and half so I went to school with. None of us spoke Spanish. So, uh, great beer. Uh, uh, quick little thing about uh, St. Arnold's. The director of sales over there, his name is Matt Lublow, a good friend of mine. Uh, ran across him whenever I was um, working for the beer distributor, Houston Distributing. It was a Miller Coors distributor. I worked there 14 years. And at the time, Matt Lublow was actually the sales manager for Texas and has now ventured off. And now he is now the director of sales for Spindle Tap. So give a shout out to my buddy Matt. And uh, they're making great quality beer out there. And um, I've always been a fan of Spindle Tap. And this is a great beer. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not into freaking stouts and porters. Uh, that often I uh, I drink them on occasions, um, but this is a really solid freaking awesome beer. Uh, not too thick, not too thin, just perfect. Uh, not over uh, on the coffee, uh, not too much on the coffee. Um, great taste, great no, it's smell. Good. I mean, well the the aftertaste. You hit the brandy and the aftertaste. Those fruit flavors, the kind of like brandy, smooth, sweet flavor on the end. That's that's where I'm tasting this coming from the barrels. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, but I, I don't know. It tastes yeah, good. I've always been told. That you're never wrong, what just because of the thing that you mentioned. It's everybody's taste buds are different. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, mine are probably correct, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, asshole. Oh. <laughs> not today, sweetheart. Uh, just so you know, whatever you do, do not duck your head underneath the water. It's very possible right now you'll catch pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm going to stand up. That fucking McDonald's yesterday fucking got me. Oh, dude, you got to stay away from the fast food. I mean, sometimes, man, it's just, you know, it's the it's the life of a beer guy, man. You know, you're just ins and outs, and got to go through drive throughs I mean, you just got to make it an easy day, man. I mean, you just don't always have time for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know, man on the go. And um, it's pretty serious, Tim. It sounds serious. I, you know, I, I, I'm not doubting you at I all. I mean, I'm looking at your backyard, man, as, as we're in the, the, the hot tub and seeing the palm trees and everything you got going on. Man, this is a really freaking awesome day to be doing what we're doing. Well, I mean, I, today is Tuesday. I mean, normally you would be doing your thing, and um, I'm just honored to be here, man. Yeah. It's awesome to have friends named Tim that are really into beer and come up with <laughs> a great There's concept. not many of us. I haven't met too many other Tims that are into beer. I like to use the words touche. Mm. Or is that one word? No, I have, met, I, I have met several Carloses. Well, that's because my dad uh, wasn't that smart. And <laughs> he, he just named y'all all Carlos. He just we, he just had 
one. He well, I got two sisters, and I got. They're not named Carlos, though, are they? No, okay. Christina and Cassie. And what, he named everybody with the C, but then he just gave me his name, like every typical Mexican does. That's what they do. Uh, I mean, you know, it's not very unique. My dad's right? white, but I got his name. Damn, you got a good tan for a white dude. Well, yeah, because my mom's brown. She's his. But you always have year around tan. I've never seen you go white. Well, I'm I've half... never seen you go pale face. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. I'm not half the year white, half the year brown, Carlos. Well, I mean, like, I'm pretty, like, for a Hispanic, I'm pretty white. But during the summertime, I get pretty freaking dark. Yeah. And I actually, when I tan, I get red. Most, like, Hispanics get dark. They, they, they don't, they, they, they miss the red, the burnt part. But I get, you know, I have to put, like, fucking, like, lotions and creams and berries. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do all that bullshit. I was going to say that when you came in the backyard, your uh, your skincare regimen is really shining through. What? You know what? I got oily skin. Uh, I'm going to look young for a really long time. Um, unfortunately, the body doesn't match the, 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 the really good-looking face, but it is what it is. I got natural oils, and I'm always going to have them. Uh, as a kid, I had, you know, pretty bad acne, uh, but the doctor had told, dermatologist had told me one time when I went that the good thing about my skin is that it, I have natural oils that a lot of people don't produce as they get older. They actually get drier. And um, this is a true statement because my dad has really oily skin. I mean, if you put a fire near my face, I might fuck around and catch on fire. <laughs> it's pretty serious. So we're not going to do an episode with the chimenea. The, the chimenea? The chimenea? Chimenea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the chimney. Yeah, well, like the little... Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, I see, know. I got one over there. It's just like the little fireplace, the clay fireplace. You know what? I'm, you know, next time, you know, we should make some fajitas or... You know... Oh, hey, that's you know, a good idea. You know what? We should do a food... We could also do food and pairing as we do this. We can do food and pairing. You know what would be good with this? What's that? Like, just a simple chocolate, like piece of chocolate. But this is a great oh, beer. So, okay, so this the last the last one that we're doing is the Grand Cru. Don't let me forget to tell you the beer the beer dinner story on the Grand Cru. Because I was at St. Arnold's 25th anniversary beer dinner, and that's their 25th anniversary beer. At Thistle Draft? Or? Yeah, at Thistle Draft. When did you go to that? I don't know. It was on their 25th anniversary. <laughs> I don't remember when it was. Was it this last year? Uh, it's been it's been about a year ago. Oh, I you think. saved it? Did you save this bottle? No, 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 no. This they just I, I don't know whether they re-release it or what, but it, it just popped up whenever these uh, French press came out, and I was like, that that shit was good. I'm gonna get some more of it. So the next beer is gonna be a Trapel. No. Hey, good burp, dude. Thank you, sir. I, that I appreciate have, that, that. That might have lingered more than six feet. What, Carlos, this is, we're serious beer drinkers. <laughs> so, I like to use the words team fuck yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is so awesome. So, so what we're doing, we, we got to clean the palate. Oh, Lone Star. Yeah, we got to clean the palate. I never have a problem with Lone Star. This is a so, freaking, you know, yes. good beer. Lone Star beer. This is, this is lager, if we want to get technical. This is just... That's, this feels like home. Now, I've got two koozies for you. You can have the sparkly Texan koozie or the Trump 2020 koozie. Well, the way they're playing, I mean, I can understand the sparkling Texan koozie right now. Although, by any chance, did you see J.J. Watt's um, press interview after after uh, last Sunday's game? Yeah, and he's a call those suckers out. Dude, I tell you what, man. I, I, that's, that's the reason why people love J.J. Watt, man. He goes out there. He puts his fucking pads on. He takes care of business, and he wants to win. And, he, you know... He's not just playing for the money. He's playing. He wants to win. It's not about fucking getting the season done. He wants to go on to freaking playoffs. He wants a Super Bowl ring. Man, it's guys like that. They're really rare that, you know, they don't come around too often. But yeah. he's the reason why I still watch the game, even with the losing season that they're having this year. That's why I follow the college game more than I follow the pro game. Now, man, the college game is freaking awesome. I love the college game. 
It really is. I mean, which which Texas plays Colorado tonight, and you Texas. know you you know I, I've I've got I've got two favorite teams. Texas playing Colorado tonight, right? I know, but yeah, you yeah. went to A&M. Right, 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 right. Yeah, oh. my two favorite teams is A&M and anybody who's against Texas. That's Fuck right. Fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a Longhorn, listen, it's it's okay. I, I still love you. We're, you're still good people. <laughs> but, but but your team, uh, we're, we're not going to cheer for you. I'll tell you what, man. All right, so, okay, we're, we're clean to the palate. The Lone Star. This This was... This feels like home for me. Like this is the old school when when everything's stripped away. And I know it's commercial. We know we got some peer purists that are going to be listening to this, and they're not going to go commercial. But this kind of like resets the taste buds for me. It kind of feels good. I can sit there and drink these all day long, right? What's the one for you? When you first started drinking beer, what's the one for you that that you snuck out of the parents' house or or you just kind of? kept going and turned well, into habit. I'm going to be just... honest with you. I come from a hardcore Mexican family, so I could have started drinking probably at the age of 13, 15 with the aunts and uncles, you know, and it wouldn't have been a problem. Um, nothing against any light beer, uh, big uh, beer company out there, but um, me and my whole family grew up on Miller Lite. I still think Miller Lite's a great, fucking traditional, great uh, light pilsner. Um, so, I, I mean, but if, I, if I'm going back to my college days... I also used to get the 30-pack of Milwaukee's uh, best, the Beast. Um, <laughs> I guess a palate cleanser is fucking palate cleanser after you really, really think about it. Oh. I mean, because once you're into the craft scene and you're drinking some hardcore beers, oh. if, you're not drinking some, yeah, if you're not drinking something that has a lot of alcohol uh, in it, to be honest with you, everything starts tasting watered down, right? So, mm. uh, But I'm going to be honest with you. There's never anything wrong with going with Lone Star. It's actually a really good, refreshing beer. I love it. You know, I love it. I actually, I mean, Lone Star can be one of those beers that you know, it's a it's a year round beer. It's it's it is know? a year round beer. We can still visit this in the summer. We got to figure out how we're gonna do the hot tub in the damn summer. Um, you just don't turn on the heater. Ah, that's true. Actually, we get the the hot tub can just become the pool. That's why I invited you. You can solve these problems for me. I, I mean, this is uh, it's pretty serious, dude. I mean. I always thought about being an engineer, man, because I'm a problem solver. But, you know, I was like, no, oh, there's too many engineers. I'm just going to sell beer for a living. That's it. They're a dime a dozen. And I like, I really like going to work every day and wearing sandals, man. I mean, that right there is probably the biggest turn on about freaking selling craft beer. You know, Wearing sandals? Wearing sandals. Um, really, the whole focus of my day, the hardest part of my day is just waking up and brushing my teeth. After I do that, dude, I'm, my day's ready to go because I put on a beer shirt. I put on some underwear if I can find some. Otherwise, I, I free ball, and uh, I just hit the streets God bless running. You, sir. I mean, I tell you what, I am glad we're drinking a Lone Star in between these beers because I still have like the grape and the toffee on the back of my tongue from yeah. the 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 porter. Mm, very nice. It is good. I tell you what, let's take a break. Oh, I finish these Lone Stars. We'll come back in just a moment with our next edition. We're going to have the French press, same base beer, but we're going to put it in bourbon barrels this time. Or St. Arnold's put it in bourbon barrels. So we'll be back in just a moment with St. Arnold's bourbon barrel French press. Oh, that was good. Okay, so yeah. The, the lows start cleaning the palate. I feel fresh. You feel fresh? I feel 
fresh. I feel relaxed. I feel ready for our next delicious beer from St. Arnold's Brewing Company out of Houston, Texas. Yeah, yes, look sir. at you. you. You are pandering to St. Arnold's right now. Hey, man. What know, are you going to do if it's beer shit? Um, I, I can honestly tell you, by far, one of my favorite Houston breweries, if not my favorite Houston brewery. Um, they're the, they're one of the icons. One of the, they started, they were a microbrewery. Uh, they're probably the, the biggest uh, Houston brewery in Houston. Uh, speaking off the top of my head, I don't know for sure, but I would almost say, uh, I know last year they did about 600,000 cases. Um, I don't think there's too many Houston breweries that are doing those kind of numbers. And there's a reason why they're doing those kind of numbers. It's not because they're putting out crap beer because people love good beer. And uh, St. Arnold's is a, a go-to freaking brewery uh, as far as Houston, if you're ever gonna uh, go to a brewery, or if you're coming from out of state and you want to try an uh, 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 awesome Houston brewery, um, St. Arnold's is most definitely one to go to, not just for uh, the beer, uh, the quality of beers that they make, but they also make, their food is amazing if you've never been to the brewery. Tim, you have just, you ever you been to the brewery? Got, you just got serious on me, like it make me feel bad about talking shit about their beer. Oh, no. I you was know, just I, joking. Oh, sorry about that, Tim. Son um, of a bitch. I just, you know, I actually... I have I, been to the brewery. You know when I went to the brewery? Tell me, Tim. I was in a homebrew contest. And what so you I'm gonna, I'm, gonna exp- I'm gonna expose myself here right now, okay? Don't so pull your pants down, though. I, I, I probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my pants up. Thank you, man. I appreciate hey, that. It's not a problem. I'm courteous to my guests. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. A, it was a big batch brewing competition. I can't remember what year it was, but I brewed a Scotch Ale. And me and a bunch of buddies got together and brewed this Scotch Ale. So we entered multiple six-packs of the Scotch Ale, right, okay, under different names, saying it was from different batches, okay? But it was all from one batch. It was all from one batch. But you said it was from different batches. Okay, I see what you're Different different people that helped brew it, they all turned it in under their name. Did they know that it was all the same batch? Oh, yeah, they helped me. No, 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 not the people, but I'm talking about... St. Arnold's. St. Arnold's, no, probably not. Okay, okay. I'm I don't just, know if they're going to revoke me right now I'm trying now to not. get the story and help the, help the so people So they said, they said my six-pack that turned in was crap. It had off flavors. Then another buddy of mine turned his six-pack in, and he won Best New Brewer, and they gave him a $100 check. Same beer. Same beer. Well, but... I was I was I was fresh into brewing right then, so it could have been some contaminants okay. in the bottle. There's there's a bunch of different reasons for this possibly happening. Okay, right? but how many different judges were in there? The, I don't know, but the moral of the story is I got my hundred dollars from that motherfucker. It's, it's, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I love laughing; it makes me happy inside. Uh, uh, and y'all will hear me say that time and time again because uh, it's the truth. I mean, so I'm, I'm pouring now. Okay, so this is the French press. We're still 2020. This is the bourbon barrel version. Okay. So, same base beer. So they help. They help the the beans were actually roasted when they came from Panama. By uh, was it Pura Java? Okay, here in Houston. Um, so this is the same deal, except it's in bourbon barrels. So still looks similar. Still good. Nice pour. Looks looks kind of sexy there. It almost looks a little bit more red than the, than Actually, the cognac I was, barrel. I was just about to say that. It looks a little bit more red. It looks a little bit darker. Maybe maybe that's the sun. I don't know. But it looks... Because we do all this outside. I don't like being inside. I mean, you know... Oh, we're, the, we're, oh it's my all about nature, guys. Smell, okay. smell that one. I'm, I'm talking about the beer. But don't tell me how to live my life. I'll smell it when I want to. Oh. Take a big whiff. Whoa. Yeah, no shit. That smells that great. That is uh, full of flavor, and that's just through the breathing through the nose. It burns the nostrils. <laughs> but in a good way. Dude, have you ever seen the movie Anchorman? 
Yes, I've seen Anchorman. I don't remember that one. He goes, it burns the nostrils. Whenever he's talking about the clone, the tiger, what the hell's the name of the, the clone? I can't remember it. But anyways, if you've never seen Anchorman, watch Anchorman as well. Oh, best scene, best scene in Anchorman. Side, side note. Um, Santiago. It means a well's vagina. <laughs> I love it. Will Ferrell is freaking oh. amazing, bro. He's fucking amazing. Okay, the star of that movie is Jack Black now. That's that's I, I love you, you remember the part? They're on the freeway. Yeah, and, and, and 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 Will Ferrell hits Jack Black while he's on his motorcycle, wrecks his motorcycle. He goes, What's the one thing you've loved most in this world? Well, it's my dog Baxter. And then Jack Black takes Baxter. <laughs> I do remember and that part. Punts him. Dude, uh, he does. And he kicks him over the fucking bridge. He does. I, holy shit. I almost forgot about that. I forgot that that was Jack Black. Uh, okay, is, back to the beer. Sorry, okay, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, man. Okay. You see, whenever you're drinking great beer, great conversation just leads to different shit. Uh, so that's yes. awesome. Yes. Oh, man. Fucking starting to get sweaty balls in this fucking heat hot tub right now. Uh, how do you know they're sweaty, Carlos? You're in the hot tub. Because I'm fucking sweating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bingo the brew dog behind you. He just laid out. Bingo, Bingo is 13 years old and absolutely loves dark beers. <laughs> he's, he's Bingo bad. is he, freaking awesome, bro. Bingo, Bingo gets a can of stout every time there's a thunderstorm. That that is badass, dude. I, cause I'm a bourbon fan, first of all, right? But the bourbon flavor in that is balanced. Yeah. It doesn't overpower the beer. It still tastes real. You get the you still get the coffee and the full porter effect. Can I tell you something? I've told you this time and time before. I actually am I'm not a fan of liquor. Uh, don't do wine. Uh, love beer, just in general. Uh-huh. Uh, I've never really been a fan of coffee beers. Never been a fan of um, barrel aged stouts. Or, you know, of anything of that nature. But both of these beers so far that we've actually had right now are uh, very well balanced. Um, it's not it's not too much uh, beer, too much coffee. It's not too much of, uh, of uh, liquor. I'll tell you what, this is, a, this is a great beer right here. Well, it's like you said before, St. Arnold's does a, they do a badass job, right? They're not the new kids on the block. They, no. they figure shit out. And, and so actually, they're experiencing. They're, you're, no, you're absolutely right. They're they're most definitely now. They're they're the trendsetters, and people are trying to catch up to them. Right. Um, phenomenal. I don't so, care. I don't care what city in uh, Texas uh, you're drinking. I know everything's hyper local. I don't care what state you're in. Anybody who was to drink this and put this in their mouth, um, this is freaking awesome. It is. It's a, we're looking at nine point nine ABV Did you save on this, this one. Or, or is this uh, a release from them? This is also, so no, no this this is 2020 as well. Oh, so they they released that and the cognac barrel at the same time. So all these beers were purchased at this little draft shop. So 2018, I actually had the French press. Uh, don't remember. I know every year they probably change it up, but uh, I was at a beer market off Studemont, mm-hmm. and I had the French press, and they put it in this freaking awesome freaking uh, St. Arnold's mug, and I got that at the house, and I actually drink my morning coffee. I don't drink coffee every morning, but, you know, two or three times a week, but I drink my morning coffee in that mug. Um, I'll tell you what, the coffee the coffee feels a whole lot better in this beer. It really does. It, it comes out more. It does. I, well, I say, I, I say better. I don't, I don't mean to say better. Like, No, I want you to say you what get you more. feel, dude. I mean, what, what, I mean, thank you, you thank you for right? giving me that freedom. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is serious, bro. <laughs> it, it, I just feel the coffee a little bit more in this beer than I do in the other one, but it feels, it, it, I'm sure it's by design, right? Because the coffee gets mixed in with the 
brandy wine flavors of the cognac in the other one. This one, it almost stands alone. Up front, you get the bourbon barrel. On the back, you get the coffee. And you still kind of almost like an alcohol burn at the yeah. end. It feels Actually, good. Actually, you know what's funny? That you just mentioned that. As I breathe in, I can taste it. And, um, dude, that is a freaking awesome, awesome freaking combination of freaking flavors that I'm tasting right now. Um, everything, everything that you just said, you hit spot on. You got a great palate. And I tell you what. Well, I, I have my Cicerone beer server certification. Sir. You're kind of a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, just kind of a little bit. My I mean, certificate is hanging at Thistle Drive. And uh, where, where did you, uh, who, who taught you this, and where did you take this? It was, it was Mary Thorne. We most definitely need to give a plug out to Mary Thorne and um, great people. Oh, yeah, yes. where did she work at for 20-something years? Thistle Drive. Oh, no, 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 she did work at St. Arnold's for 20-something years, yeah. Was it 20-something years? 25, maybe? I don't know. We'll have she to ask She was an accountant Mary. there, right? She was an accountant there. Okay, so you got to give a shout out to St. Arnold's, Mary at Thistle Draft, who was the accountant there for 20-something years, I can't remember, and uh, we're always going to throw a plug in, just so you all know, for Thistle Draft. Um, yes, because they're good people. They're good people. And I like them. I did first, for Carlos, when my first ever beer dinner, and I talk about that, we'll talk about it again on the last one, because that's the one, I had the St. Arnold's beer dinner, right? Their first ever beer dinner... Carlos was working for Cellus Brewing Company. Cellus at the time, and said, "Dude, you got to try this place." So we go over there. That was your that was your first few times there. First, that was my first time ever there. You got addicted, then, bro. You have a problem. Oh, dude, I do. I might have a problem. <laughs> you're so, dude, you're so fucking have, awesome. Well, the first bro. the first steps admitting it. I don't really want to do anything about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I'm at peace with my problem. So we are back and going. Sorry, we had to take. I had to take a pause. I had to get out the the hot tub. I had to take a piss. I didn't want to freaking turn the the, the jacuzzi yellow. Um, There's a chemical. It turns the water blue. Well, I would have really felt like an asshole then. Luckily, I freaking got up real quick. I mean, sometimes you know you feel like you gotta take a piss, kind of fart, a little bit of shark comes out. You never know what's gonna happen. To oh, son of a bitch! I mean, it's that McDonald's sometimes, Tim. I mean, I'm telling you, you gotta work on that diet. You know the the the. I mean, I think the the best thing that I put into my body every day is probably a couple beers because all the all the ingredients and all the nutrition comes from what's in the what's in this uh, in these beers. I mean, it's, it's all natural. It's, yeah, it's all natural. You know. Um, from that note, I mean, I should probably just start, you know, lifting weights and drinking beer. You know, I got to feed my body the proper amount of uh, carbs and hydra- hydration. And that would be an interesting experiment. I actually think right. it could work. Okay, I mean, you realize I have I have two degrees of kinesiology. So there's the next experiment. We're going to just subsist on, on lifting weights and beer. Um, so just so you all know, my buddy Tim, he's... Um, <laughs> Why are you giving me that look? He's really into fitness. He runs every day, him and his family. But I was going to say, he went to Austin yesterday to go pick up a bike. Haven't seen the bike yet. I was just curious why he went to go get a bike. And uh, so he called me and he was like, hey, I'm on my way back to Houston. Let's do this thing tomorrow, do our first episode. I'm excited. I'm pumped about it. And I asked him why he went to go get a bike whenever he runs all the time. And um, I'm going to ride it. Uh, yeah, most definitely. I kind of figured that. Okay. But. Uh, now I lost train of thought and you're an asshole. So <laughs> I, I had a punchline or something going with this whole thing. But either way, um, should we get back on the topic of this delicious beer that we're it almost is, done it, with? I don't know. Uh, yeah, we're almost done with it. It's this it's is, good. Okay, so you made mention earlier, right, about it didn't have that heavy of a mouthfeel. And this one it almost feels... 
even lighter. And I was kind of, I was thinking that light because it's an Imperial Porter. Yeah. Right? So it's not just regular Porter. So in this whole Cicerone stuff that I'm going through, the, the Porter was supposed to be the working man's drink. Not a real high alcohol volume, lots of flavor, really light and easy so you can get off of work, go to the bar, pound you a few Porters and go home. But this is an Imperial Porter, but it still kind of maintains the the mouthfeel of, of like a regular porter. Like I'm not I'm not full. No, no, this is freaking perfect. You can actually drink I you can probably <clears throat> drink like two or three of these. Uh, I would uh, advise uh, to drink uh, slowly and uh, lots of water. Yeah, and don't go because yeah, you don't want to Uber home. You do not uh, feel that high alcohol percentage. But um, no, you don't. I can tell you what it's uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, on the on the porter thing. Uh, a lot of people don't uh, realize that um, the porter was actually the blue collar freaking drink back in the day. It was it was the poor man's drink. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever they were brewing uh, stouts back in the day, all the creamy, delicious stout that was on top is what the rich, wealthy people got, and everything that was burnt, charcoaled, and freaking at the bottom of the barrel is what the, the people that were actually brewing the beer and you know it was the leftovers. Uh, that uh, the people uh, got to drink, and uh, that's how porters actually became um, what they are, and the people that were drinking them back in the day. So, yeah. um, well, how's this for irony, right? The beer that's hardest to produce because of the temperature control, the lagers and the pilsners, because of the temperatures that you have to ferment them at, they're really low. Now they're the working man's beers. That's weird, right? Isn't it? And you would think that they would be more expensive because it takes longer for them to fucking. To, to work, to, to maintain, to handle, and... Uh, well, you think about this. How many craft beer brewers produce large amounts of lager or pilsner? They just make, they, they normally just do a seasonal out of them. Yeah. There's a lot of ales. Ales are easier to produce. You're right. There's less temperature control, less, less ways to fuck up. No, you're absolutely right, man. High degrees. Um, that's what makes the beer freaking dark. I'm sure there's a story behind this that I don't know. Like I've read like a bunch of stuff about them, like fermenting in caves when they came over, because it was like you know the lower the temperature, especially up north, Michigan and Colorado, like where you got what Yingling's up north. You know that's the oldest one, isn't it? Yingling is supposed. Oh, oh well, uh, everybody has a different story, but I but exactly what you just said. I've always heard that Yingling was actually the first micro nano brewery in the United States on the East Coast. Uh, I drank Yingling whenever I lived in Delaware back in the day with my sister when she was going to Delaware University. And um, that was my beer of choice, but also everywhere you went, you had to drink it. It was also the cheapest beer out there. So Yingling, for people that don't know, it's almost like the Shiner Bach of the East. And Yingling will actually be in the Texas market beginning of next month. Really? Yeah, they've never crossed... Uh, uh, Louisiana coming in Texas, but uh, they will be going with uh, Houston Distributing, Miller Coors Distributor, and they are coming into the Texas market. Interesting. Yes, sir. That'll be cool. Yeah. And oh, make yeah. some good beers. Uh, it's like anything else, man. I think they're going to hit the market, and uh, people are going to love them. They're going to they're gonna get a fan base, but, um, you know, the market's wide open, man. I mean, if you make good beer, people are, I mean, people's palates have evolved and changed, and people are going to be out there just trying new things, man. That is cool. You know? I tell you, you a good story. While I'm cleansing my palate, right? Speaking of trying new things, right? So I've already gone back to the Lone Star, right? So my wife, she knows Pearl Jam. I'm, I'm a Pearl Jam fan, huge Pearl Jam fan. So is my wife. Okay, so as soon as Eddie Vedder did the score for Into the Wild, right? Which is a great book. If you haven't read it, 
You should read it. I'm dyslexic, and I've never actually read a book, but I mean, I'll believe you that it is a great book. I'll read it to you sometime. Uh, only, only if you uh, coddle me like a baby, and you know, I get to go to sleep afterwards, my thumb in my mouth. That'd okay, nice. three beers first, and then then I'll feel comfortable <laughs> doing it. <laughs> but, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so uh, the so he writes the uh, writes the music for all that, right? He does the solo tour, so he's in Jones Hall. So he changed the date, and we didn't realize he changed the date. But she had got me these tickets as a gift. So we show up, right? And is one other couple who's as dumb as we are that didn't realize that they changed the dates. So we were walking across, and we go to this. I want to say it was Bluefin Tuna back then. I, may, I can't remember the name of the place, but Bluefin stands out to me for some reason. And so we sit, and we're not huge sushi people, but we we're like we already had a babysitter for the night. The kids were young at that point, so we stayed out and we were partying, eating sushi, eating sushi, sushi. and having having a good time. Some dude. We go to pay our bill. Some dude already paid our bill because he was he thought it was hilarious that we were out trying new things as a young married couple. Trying new things pays off. Isn't that awesome? It is. That is freaking awesome. Do you like sushi, Tim? I do. It's good now. I, I like it now. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it whenever I was younger, and I freaking really enjoy it as an adult. I mean, I, it's a great freaking food, man. Most definitely. All right. So... And take a little break here, finish cleansing our palates, then we're gonna go to the last beer. Their 25th anniversary Grand Crew. Oh, it's gonna be so good in the mouth. Oh. Alright, here we are, palate clean. Last beer of the inaugural episode. We got the St. Arnold's 25th anniversary Grand Crew. All right, uh, this one was bottled on May 13th of 2019. I'm so excited. So we're over a about. year old. Okay, so blend of three barrel-aged beers. All right, 50% Belgian Quad, 25% Russian Imperial, 25% Barley Wine. All put together. Dude, looking at it, just coming out of the bottle, very similar look to the porters. What do you think? Just from the four, and just from the other two. It is a little I, bit darker. I'm not racist, but I'm just gonna go on. The fact of the matter is, it is a little bit darker. Yes. Uh, man, this is uh, the other two. Uh, going on this third one right here, I can honestly tell you, I was uh, very, very impressed. Um, okay, so, oh my gosh yeah guys i'm sitting in this fucking hot tub and i just smelled this beer <laughs> i want to pour this in my beard oh. and savor it for later oh. this right here this smell this aroma right here oh, i was looking forward to this does not suck and um for, for those of you all that are working right now and you know me and tim on a tuesday Two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, cheers! Drink, cheers to that. Drinking this beer. Um, this is called being American, guys. This is called grabbing the bulls by the horn and doing what the hell you want to do in life. Uh, and this is what I want to do right now. And uh, were you about to do a? What were you doing? What do you mean? What was I doing? You sound like you were a freaking church or something. I was. I was saying amen. This is Saint oh. Arnold's. We are in kind you know of what? church. You know what? I cannot believe. That I actually thought I, I you're right. I uh, we had to are, do an amen for St. Arnold. I didn't. Yeah, I just um, I I thought you were like 
I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Very good call. <laughs> Shouldn't have questioned the authority of that. Um, so this is the highest. This is the highest alcohol, right? So this is eleven one. Twenty five IBU. So there's not going to be a lot of hops that you're going to feel through that. Without a doubt, you're absolutely right. I just tasted it, and oh my gosh, that is freaking. I don't smoke cigars, but if I had a cigar, that'd probably go. Perfect oh with it. no shit! I didn't even think about Do that. Do you smoke cigars too? I don't. I, I have before, but I'm not a huge fan. Like I don't like. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like I'm. I'm not. I don't detest cigars, but I'm not like one like I need a cigar. Uh, but the smell of a cigar and this together. Oh, this is um. And just so y'all know, I mean. Uh, oh my god. Okay, so I just took my first sip. That's like a chocolate covered plum. Exactly. I was gonna say prune. Well, prune is just a dehydrated plum, so we're on the same path. Okay. Once again, do not put your head underneath the water right now. You could possibly get. <laughs> That was oh. classic. <coughs> uh, um, I'm going to go on the verge of saying, um, out of all three, this is by far my favorite. I did not realize that this uh. had the most alcohol content because, once again, it's very easy to drink. Um, man, I mean, uh, these beers that they are making are freaking fantastic. Um, okay, so knowing knowing the makeup, like knowing the blend, I, in, my, in my head I'm kind of wanting to separate them. And, and taste each kind, but I don't. I don't know that I can. Like, I can taste the quad. I can most definitely taste the quad, and I can most definitely, well prune or raisin or what'd you call it? I said plum. Plum. I taste. Um, uh, I, I, I taste a plum. Plug it. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, fantastic freaking beer, uh, without a doubt. Uh, where did you get this bottle from? I got it from Thistle. So, so they had so. Okay, so go back to the story, and I kind of—I guess I kind of been teasing this throughout the episode. But I mean, I guess teasing if you actually want to listen to it. But I went to the 25th anniversary beer dinner there at Thistle with St. Arnold, and so this was the dessert beer. Okay, oh. this was the dessert beer. What did what did it pair with? What, what dessert? What, what was it? Uh, yeah, so Ernesto Villarreal, the uh, the chef? chef there at Thistle, right? Great guy, makes great freaking food, by the way. Yes. shout out to him. Yes. And he, he might have a crush on me. I don't know. Uh, that's just a rumor. We're both married, uh, but he keeps it professional. I just want to say that out loud. Uh, so I don't know where to go with that, but, yeah, I, I, I like where it's kind of going. I yeah. Just, I like good conversation. Absolutely. Uh, I, there's been guys that have been known to have man crush on me, but let's yes. get back to the story. Uh, absolutely. So Thank you, sir. Yeah. So we're uh, – <laughs> You're fucking awesome. <laughs> I fucking love this shit, bro. So we awesome. go – we go and, and, and we have the, he makes an English sticky toffee pudding to go with this beer. Oh my gosh, I bet you that was freaking delicious. Oh my goodness. Oh man. I hurt myself. So, I, I think that there, there's, there's been a couple of those beer dinners where like I've stayed late and kind of hung out with Mary and John. I don't, I don't, I, the reason I don't remember if this was one of those nights is because I want to say I like I had several snifters of this grand crew and we kept begging him for sticky toffee pudding and, and i think we ate it all you know what i've never had the sticky toffee pudding i like the i, I like the pause for emphasis well in i guess i just wanted to make sure that i was saying it right uh, I mean, you did a you know, good job um but after it's all said and done 
I can honestly tell you, I know the guy that, uh, the chef that you're talking about, I've actually been to beer dinners. I've hosted beer dinners there. Um, his food pairing with beers are freaking phenomenal. And you, I have, um, I want to say that you've almost been to every beer dinner. At no, 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 not every beer dinner. I've been to a lot. There was some where I was working in the kitchen um, while they were going on. I want to say Firestone Walker. I was working in the kitchen. Firestone Walker had to have been a freaking phenomenal. They, they, they put oh, out great I, beers. I was, I was, probably I, by far one of my favorite breweries out of the West Coast. And not just, uh, shouldn't even mention West Coast. They're just a great brewery just in Germany. Yes. All their freaking beers are freaking uh, on point, very consistent, awesome brewery. Sorry, I didn't mean it. No, 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 you're fine, dude. Like, I, that's that's the whole point of this deal is just to drink this beer and tell good stories about it. Like, you know, a good, good, good fact about this one. Each one of these beers was released individually in one of their uh, Bishop's Barrel series. The St. Arnold's that we're drinking right now, the three that we have. Correct, correct. So they released each one of these individually in their Bishop Barrel series. And for the 25th anniversary, I guess they thought these were the three best ones. Blended them together in that matter, and this is what we so, get. So, Tim, you've, you've had these beers before then, right? Yes. Okay, so my question is... Is there a reason why you picked them in this order, or would it have mattered if we had started back to front or front to back? Would it have mattered? That's a good question. I didn't put a lot of thought into it when I set it up. That's, I mean, I didn't the, think the, about that the only now. The only thought that I did put into it was I wanted the Grand Cru last. Uh, you saved the best for last. Because uh, you've evidently had it, and this is a phenomenal freaking beer. Oh, dude, it's Shout out it's to St. Arnold's, most definitely. Yes, absolutely. This is freaking awesome. Mm. You know what? What? This weather and this beer right now. So those for y'all, you know, you got. There's no visual. Um, you can just hear us. But right now, you can now, imagine what we look like. I can, uh, I'm a sexy motherfucker, but my wife may may not think that anymore. <laughs> um, I no longer look like you know, like I was out of college, and you know, I shouldn't be. You know, I mean, I drink a shitload of beer. I eat a lot, I eat a lot of fried food, and you know what? I've come to my it's a collusion that we all have demons and we're all going to fucking die and I want to die fucking happy, so fuck it. Is your demon name Wait, McDonald's? My demon name is fucking drive through asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. See, once again. I'm sorry. I, 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 I brought him off to- topic. Go, ahead, go back to your topic, Carlos. I don't remember what it was, Tim. Uh, it's okay. I do remember now. Okay, okay, so, like I said, you can't see us. You can only hear us. In the hot tub, but I just want to give y'all a visualize of what we're we're in Tim's backyard. Great looking backyard, great pool scenery. We've got palm trees. We got I don't uh, is that a banana tree? That is a banana tree. We got great freaking banana trees. Like we're in Costa Rica, maybe. I don't know where these things grow. Who gives a shit? Uh, they grew in the neighbor's backyard, then they ended up on my side of the fence. That's as far as they got. Well, it looks good. Okay, thank you, sir. But also, what we got, we have an overcast. The sun wants to come out, but it's not. What I can honestly tell you, this was a great day to ever do our first episode. Oh, right yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Cheers, Cheers to that. Cheers to that. I mean, and three great beers by St. Arnold's. And, you know, St. Yes. Arnold's will probably be back on um, in the rotation because they, they don't just make just these three beers. for the, Because people are going to be listening. Uh, we there, th- This was just three beers that Tim picked out today. St. Arnold's makes a variety of different great beers. Um, but well, these and, three and today Brock, were awesome. If, Brock, if you decide to listen... You're welcome in the hot tub at any point. Oh, yeah. And yeah. most definitely Brock and freaking, uh, you know, Matt Lovelow, like I said, good friend yeah. of mine. Um, 
I'm most definitely, you know, this is our first episode. I'm going to make sure that I get this out to fucking Matt Lovelo so he can hear this. And uh, if y'all ever want to come out and freaking uh, new beers that are going to come out, uh, yeah. this is going to be a good success and so, this is a great thing. Well, that's okay. So let's brings us to this, right? So as we're closing this episode out, right? So the vision for this whole deal. Okay. Okay. Is we want to get the Houston area scene involved first. And oh, then yeah, for sure, for we sure. want to bring in like whatever national brands that we can that are the you know independent craft is going to be the main focus. Oh, but you know what? But even before what? that, I mean, uh, you know, do as many Houston as possible because I like where you're going. But dude, whatever you know, we can always do Austin. We can always do uh, Dallas. Uh, I've got Brooklyn Black Ops in the fridge. Uh, once again, I'm not racist. I'll drink whatever. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm really saying is. My buddy Tim is freaking really on point on what he's doing. There's so many great beers. He's so passionate about freaking drinking beers, talking about beers. And also, um, I just want to touch on this because people don't know us. This is our first segment. Uh, I'm in beer sales. I'm a a beer guy. I've been selling beer since I was 23. I'm 41 now. Uh, My buddy Tim is a school teacher, track coach. And uh, he also brews beer. And uh, his passion is beer. And uh, we just come together. Our kids wrestle. I've been wrestling since they were little. We became great friends. And uh, I just want to say thank you for inviting me over here and, and coming up with this great concept. And let's see where it goes, man. Absolutely. Cheers to that. Yeah, for sure. And cheers to St. Arnold's for the beer today. Hey. They didn't provide it. They- I, I bought the beer. Oh, man, you know what? That's so kinda... we can't say St. Arnold provided the beer. Hey, I so, would say that was sad, Tim, but fuck, the beer was good. It was good. It's fucking It was good. really good. Yeah, yeah I mean. Yes, and, and the National Beer of Texas, Lone Star. God oh, bless them. God bless America. Oh, no. I don't, I don't okay. know the rest of the song. I pledge allegiance to Texas. I pledge One state, uh, under God, under indivisible. God. For liberty and justice for all. Amen. Oh, I actually got the last part right? I don't okay. know. Yeah, we're... Can I ask you something, Tim? Before, yes. Before we done finishing our Before beers, we're... Yes. So, uh, why did you pick St. Arnold's as your first... Uh, as, I mean, this is the first segment. I mean, you know, there's going to be in-betweens, and people may not ever remember that, but they're always going to remember the first one. So, why St. Arnold's? Okay, so coincidence of both... How do I say this? Both, both by design and by coincidence at the same time, right? Okay. So, they, they released these beers... I was working at Thistle, so I had access to these beers. Okay. And then I felt like it worked out perfect with what we're doing, right? So, you know, looking for something. Originally, I saw that Brooklyn Black Ops that we had, and, I, and I've got – I had a couple of bottles of that stored away, and I'm thinking, oh, that could be the first episode. But these St. Arnold beers, beers came out, and I'm thinking, this is perfect. Yeah. I can go through both of these beers, then the Grand Cru. And that's amazing for a first episode. Yeah, We're sitting sure. here in Houston, drinking Houston beers, uh, with the exception of Lone Star, which is, I guess, they're brewed in Dallas now, I think. Dallas, Fort Worth. They yes, started sir. in San Antonio. Is that where they started from? They started in San Antonio. Hey, I, I did not know that. I, I, I mean, I just know that it's a Texas beer. It is a Texas beer. Did not know where it was actually brewed. Uh, where Actually, I know that it's brewed in Dallas now. Did not know where it actually came from. I actually I thought, see, I, I want to say, I, th- I actually thought that... Pearl came from San Antonio, but Pearl shit. I don't know. Pearl, Pearl I know. I, well, no, no, no. I'd say Lone Star I know started in San Antonio. I, I want to say like they had Alamo Brewing Company, and then it moved. Whatever. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of story there that I'm not aware of. Nah, it's all right, man. We're just here. I've got pieces of it. And just so we're I mean, probably going to edit. I don't this know. Later. I, I don't know how this whole thing goes, but um, I mean, eventually, um, maybe we can get to the point where there's questions we can answer. 
or maybe there's someone who fucking has a, a answer that we can, you know, have a question to. Who well, knows? so okay, so you bring that up. We start an email at we start an email address, okay? H O T T U B B E E R S at gmail.com. Hot tub beers at gmail.com. Okay. Okay. So email us any questions that you have, any beer suggestions that you have. If you are a local brewery and you want to sit in the hot tub with us, by all means, let us know. We are welcome to having you come and sit in the hot tub. We're going to drink your beer. Um, if, if you want an honest opinion on your beer, right? Yes, for sure. Okay, for honest sure. opinion on the beer. Uh, now, that's taking into account that uh, we're two dad bod guys with beards. And but it's not about the dad bod guys. we got great palates, and we know what people freaking like, and we also know what we like. And I'm never one of those people that says because I like something, Everybody else should like it. Now, I know what people... Uh, good call. I, I also know what people freaking are going to drink and what people are going to like for the general public. But after it's all said and done, I'm, me and Tim are not biased and we are going to tell you the truth. Unfortunately, today was St. Arnold's and they had three badass beers. So, what are we doing our scale on? One to five? One to ten? Oh, good call. Yeah, so the hot, hot tub beer scale. So, I, everybody, everybody does... Everybody does like one to five or one to ten. Okay. Okay. Fuck that. So, okay. Well, Tim says fuck that. Okay, I so don't know we, what it we is. But we're gonna go whatever Tim we're, says. We're gonna go one to four. Okay. One to f- well, uh, it's even number, so that's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go one to four. Now, I, I realize we we let's. So I'm gonna say this: we can give fractions, which kind of defeats the one to four purpose because now the now the possibilities are infinite. But okay, I don't okay. really care. So okay. it's one to four. Okay. So. Um, so let's go through them each. Okay. All right. So, French press with cognac barrel. Okay. This well, this was our first. This correct? was our first. Okay. But this is scale of one to four. Scale of one to four. Okay. So okay, four four is this is perfect hot tub beer. Okay. One is uh, the, I'm gonna serve it to Bingo and only so you Bingo. So pull, you pulled them back out. So this is exactly okay. how we did it. We did a French press. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, you go first then. I want to see. I want to see what your what your thoughts are. I would say cognac barrel and the French press uh, for hot tub beer. I would say that's three and a half. I three, and, and the only reason I'm going to say three and a half is just because if I'm thinking hot tub right now in this time of year, I'm thinking cold, heavier mouth feel, more filling. But I love the beer. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love the beer. So I say three and a half. Okay. But what if we're still drinking this great beer and you had decided to open up this and it's August and we're in the hot tub, but we don't have the heater on? It would have still been a great beer, correct? It would have still been a great beer. I would still give it a 3.5, 3.6, no matter what the what the weather is. Uh, I totally agree with Tim. But the thing is, is Let's that... Let's say the it, hot tub scale neglects weather. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Okay. Uh, I'm just... All I'm saying is, is that this beer right here would probably get better with age, correct? So you, what if you would have want, What if you were in the refrigerator and you wanted to open up this during the summer? I've got, I've got another one. I've got another one saved. Maybe we could try it next time. Don't disagree with you, and I'm not gonna fucking turn you down, bro. Or not next time, but like several episodes down the road. That's fine, and we can always do. Dude, St. Arnold's comes out with so many beers. We can always do them again. So what are you, what are you gonna give the cognac barrel French? I, I give it three point five, three point six. I okay, mean, so I, in any weather, any condition. I mean, I just think it's a. I agree with you. All three beers were freaking great. I don't never know because of our scoring system. Uh, whether it's a four or five or a ten, I don't know if there's ever such a thing as a perfect freaking score. But a, a three five, three six is. If you've never had this beer, 
It's a great freaking beer. Uh, right now, for us, drinking it right now with our weather here in Houston, uh, perfect beer. And I agree with Tim, 3.5. Okay, I'm so not, not going to defer from that. I went, I, went, I went first for the, uh, the cognac barrel. Okay. You're going to go first on the bourbon barrel. The bourbon barrel, I really, really enjoyed. Um, man, uh, let's go 3.6, uh, 3.7. Three, three, um, once again, we're doing it on a four-point scale. Uh, for me, it had nothing to do with weather. It had to do with just, uh, my taste buds. Uh, once again, um, we're going to be doing this show... I'm never going to tell somebody what they're going to like. Me and Tim are not always going to agree on every freaking beer that are out here. Uh, we're good friends. That does not mean that we have the same taste buds. Uh, <laughs> but what, by any chance, I'm going to say three, five, three, seven. Great freaking beer. Um, what I liked about all three of these beers, uh, they were all drinkable. Um, coming from the south with the humidity here in Houston and whatnot right now, our temperature uh, anywhere else would probably be 30 degrees. That's okay, a good we're, point. we're 75, 74 degrees right now. We're yeah. in a hop tub. We're just relaxing. Very crushable beer. I don't care if you're in the Midwest, East Coast, what your weather conditions are. Uh, all three beers were kicking ass. Uh, the French press uh, uh, barreled, um, uh, bourbon uh, barreled age. Uh, I'm gonna go three five three seven. Um, I'm gonna go three seven five. How about that? You added another point? You're a I, fucking asshole. Point oh five points is what I did. So he's just trying to out-top me. Uh, it, it, it happens. Yeah, well, but I but, did. but it's his taste buds, right? Because I would say, like, it's... it's and, and part of this is just me being a bourbon fan on top of it. You are. Okay. You are. You so, are. You've like, told me that numerous times. Yeah, okay. So so brandy, okay. I'm not super into. The, the best brandy or the most brandy that I drink is El Presidente. Is that a good brandy? It's a cheap Mexican brandy that you pour on top of margaritas. Okay, so okay. I, I don't. So that's to let you know. I don't. I do not know okay. the difference. So it's it's good. It, it like the like, but my taste buds are geared more towards the bourbon, and so I like it a little bit better. Both are incredible beers. Okay, so Grand Cru. All right. So on the count of three, we did one each on the other ones, right? Count of three. We're gonna go out with the the uh, the the uh, rating on the Grand Cru at the okay. same time. All right. Ready? One, one two, two, three, three five. Nine. What the fuck you mean a five? You said it was on a four-point scale. Oh, shit. Four. <laughs> what the fuck? I never give anything, anything ever the ultimate score because I always think there's always room for improvement, and you never want to uh, let anybody know that they have the best because I'm going to be honest with you. This the, the Grand Crew was fucking amazing. I gave it a 3.9. Oh, fuck it. Let's go 3, uh, 3.9.8. <laughs> Since, I'll, and, spot and, you, and, I'll spot you. I'll spot you. O two. Okay. And, and, and Tim came up with the rating system. Forgot the fucking numbers. <laughs> got a fucking master's degree for an A and M, and he gave it a five. What an ass. My master's degree is UT Pan American. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm not racist. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Please like. Please share. Uh, we want to keep drinking beer in the backyard. We yes, want to keep telling you uh, our, our thoughts and keep entertaining you. So please, please, please uh, like, share, do whatever you need. And if you're a uh, brewer or just a fan, please email us and let us know what you think. Uh, if you'd like to be in uh, in the hot tub, uh, please. You're welcome to join us. And, and thank you for the inaugural episode of Hot Tub Beers. And also, next week, if y'all if y'all decide that y'all want to freaking uh, us to do a brewery here in Houston or here in Texas or, or whatever the case may be, give us a shout-out. And uh, maybe we can find those beers and we can get them on here. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Until next time, God bless the hot tub. It doesn't suck.